Welcome to Rescuing Monday's podcast. I am Emily F. Iman and you are listening to episode 38. Mondays are not depressing and our job is not dreadful. Join me in Rescuing Mondays. Good work, done well, as to God. If you had trouble waking up this morning, you are not alone. If you are struggling to find a reason to smile, that's not uncommon either. Here on the podcast, we leave behind the false thinking and wrong assumption we believe about our jobs and we return to the truth about why our work matters and why we should do it with a sense of adventure and delight. For a few minutes each week, you've come to the right place for a friendly advice or a fresh perspective, a practical next step, and a short prayer. Listen in. Alright you all, I have a confession. I have a problem. I am not exactly sure if this is a serious case of procrastination, decision fatigue, or frustration overwhelm, or something else. The thing is, I don't even have so many decisions to make this season of my life as I did the previous season. But I am finding smaller decisions way more and my energy to make them is so limited. My application to grad school is incomplete and the forms are still blank. My weekly calendar and daily rhythm is out of whack. My little condo unit needs some serious deep cleaning and I find myself food binging resulting to belly bloats and bulges. I remedy by watching that chosen on repeat as well as all their BTS interviews and seriously on the edge of committing retail therapy which is very unwise for my checkbook at this time. These days, I find myself low in motivation, overly procrastinating, and giving in to all kinds of distraction. See if you can relate to this. By lunchtime today, I am inching my way to tackling some things, doing everything but getting nowhere. Seriously. I am halfway through writing a caption for an Instagram post, and then abandoning them altogether because I lost my train of thought. I have a book next to me that I put down after reading only half a page. Five minutes ago, I was reading emails and clicked a link on one email that took me down to an hour of rabbit hole, too many browser tabs open. At the end of the day, I feel like I did a lot of stuff but finished nothing. Having work responsibilities that don't fall under the same umbrella, which means when I sit down to work, there are many different types of tasks I can tackle. Depending on the day and my mood, my workday can shift from highly motivated to overly procrastinating or greatly distracted. Evidence that I am even more easily distracted these days, and maybe you are too. The Harvard Business Review put out an article in March and the title was That Discomfort You're Feeling is Grief. In it, David Kessler, world's famous expert on grief, was quoted to say, and I quote, We know this is temporary, but it doesn't feel that way, and we realize things will be different. Things will change, and this is the point at which they changed. The loss of normalcy, the fear of economic toll, the loss of connection. This is hitting us and we're grieving collectively. 
We are not used to this kind of collective grief in the air. Of course, this article was specific to COVID-19. So maybe the discomfort that we can't seem to name, that feeling that sends us to unhealthy and unusual binging on food, video, or social media scroll, is neither procrastination nor decision fatigue. It may actually be grief. Grief for the loss of normalcy, the fear of economic toll, the loss of familiar connections. I don't know if this resonates with you, but friend, Kessler just named a narrative I cannot name. This grief, I feel that. I bet you do too. Just can't name it. The change of pace and routines, new life rhythms, and the future as generally foggy may somehow send us to the different stages of grief. We may not experience this grief in linear order, but perhaps we are experiencing it in various degrees of denial, anger, bargaining, sadness, and hopefully, eventually, acceptance. These days, I've come to accept that it isn't only our plans for the future that needs serious adjustment. It's also our plans for day to day. It says in the word, therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Now, of course, this doesn't mean that we should stop planning, forget structure and not have personal systems. Nope, not at all. This means that we still have to plan, but we hold on to those plans loosely as we submit it to the Lord Jesus. Here are five things that are helping me right now. This can be especially helpful and much more manageable, especially when the day or task feels so overwhelming you don't know how to start today. 1. Gather Yourself Yep, you heard it right. Gather yourself. Not that you're scattered in pieces physically. It's just that sometimes our soul can feel so fragmented and our minds can be so scattered with so many issues and concerns we carry with us. So bring together all of you for a few short minutes each day. Spirit, soul, and body. Breathe in, breathe out. Repeat three times. Number two, ready yourself and set the tone. This is how you ready yourself and set the tone of your day. This is not prescriptive. This is just suggestive. First, sit down on your workspace or your safe place. Clear the clutter on your desk or workspace. I did not say organize. Just clear the clutter. If there are piles on your desk, just put it away first. Clear the visual clutter. You can always return it back later. Next, prep your space by doing something small and a little extra. Put a succulent on top of your desk. Turn on your work playlist if you have any. Third, get clear on the task by going micro instead of macro. This means before you get started with your day, Know what you want to work on. Here's an example from my own. 
I am not working on my podcast. I am writing one episode. I am not filling out my application to grad school. I am answering three questions. Getting clear on our task by breaking it down to one small step takes the overwhelm from our brain. Three, apply a time limit for each task. This means set a timer for each task you do. Have you ever heard of the Pomodoro Technique? If you haven't, do a quick Google search. It's one that I have discovered maybe 7 to 8 years ago and a technique that I use every now and then when work gets so overwhelming. Experts say that our brains can concentrate on one task for about 20 minutes before losing focus. So let's maximize the 20 minutes. Pomodoro is Italian for tomato, so of course, it's a tomato timer, and the timer is set for 25 minutes. So let's say I am writing an episode for this podcast. I set 25 minutes to do research if I needed to do research for a specific episode. When the 25 minutes is up, I stop. I take a 5-minute break to stretch or drink a glass of water or gaze out the window. When the 5-minute break is over, I start with the next task. Whether the next task is still podcast-related, which is either continuing on research or proceed to writing, or maybe an entirely different task. Regardless, just set a time limit. Setting a time limit is giving our brains some kind of recess. You know, those snack breaks in school where we get to pause listening to our teachers and copying notes? Applying a time limit for each task does the same to our brains. Then, this concept leads me to the fourth thing, cut multitasking. Y'all, multitasking is not impressive. Contrary to popular belief, it does more damage to our brain's attention span and stress level. It does not make us productive at all. This being said, cut multitasking and carry only one task item during your 25-minute time limit. Single tasking is the eat healthy and exercise of productivity. Here's the point. Make lots of progress on one thing instead of making tiny progress on lots of things. Five, end the doing if you run out of energy. Just as your cell phones need recharging, you also need to recharge. Honor your limits. We're not robots. We are human beings. When you hit the wall or depleted of your own creativity or ran out of joy at that moment, maybe it's time to take a longer break. The Pomodoro Technique encourages that if you have done or completed 5 of the 25-minute tasks, you can take a longer break of 15 minutes before starting another batch of 25-minute tasks. Lace up those shoes and go walking maybe? Or maybe you can call a friend and check in on each other. Just please keep the convo at 15 minutes. Read a book if you consider reading a book recharging. Or do anything that recharges your energy. When you learn how to manage your energy levels, you can make progress. Sometimes the best thing we can do for our own productivity is extend grace to ourselves, our co-workers, our families, and our outcomes. The days may be different now, 
but the work continues. Thank you for listening to episode 38 of Rescuing Mondays podcast. If the principles shared in today's episode has helped you, please consider supporting Rescuing Mondays in four easy steps. One, please subscribe so that you don't miss new episodes. Just hit the subscribe button. Two, please write a review as simple as two words. Three, leave a five-star rating. And four, please share this show to your friends by word of mouth or through your social media feeds or messaging apps. Just post a link to this show. When you subscribe and write a review, you help Rescuing Monday's podcast spread the message that Mondays are not depressing and work is not dreadful. Let's make those internet algorithms work in our favor. Together, we can rescue Mondays. Good work, done well, as to God. Music for this episode by Kevin McLeod and Raphael Crocs. You can connect with Rescue Mondays on Facebook, Instagram, or write to grow at rescuingmondays.com. As a reminder, all of these five tips spell out grace if you write them down. G, gather yourself. R, ready yourself and set the tone. A, apply a time limit for each task. C, cut multitasking. And E, end the doing if you run out of energy. If you have work these days, be grateful for it. No work is ever easy. If you have not finished what you set out to do today, you can always start fresh tomorrow. If you don't have work yet, remember to hope and think about what your next step and set out to do it one specific step at a time. Maybe when you have taken the next step, the next one will unfold itself. In closing, here's a helpful reminder from Proverbs. When you're feeling lazy, come and learn a lesson from this tale of the tiny ant. Come learn from the example of the ant and enter into wisdom. The ants have no chief, no boss, no manager. No one has to tell them what to do. You'll see them working and toiling all summer long, stockpiling their food in preparation for winter. This is the word of the Lord given to us in mercy and love. I am Emily F. Eman, showing you again next week.